It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. It's a uh, Monday. It's Dennis and Brady. It's the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. And uh, we'll be uh, recapping what we saw on uh, Friday. And I saw a game on Saturday, a really good hockey game on Saturday by Port here on Northern. So I'll be bragging them up today. Yes. I saw the the Northern boys take their first loss since December, I think. Yeah, I was going to say since like Nam. Yeah, it's uh, they they took on a, a talented Gross Point South team, and well, it was their fourth game in seven days. Not to make excuses, but you could tell the wear and tear was there by the end. Yeah, that, um, they had won eleven in a row, though. Yeah, they started off one and three, and were twelve and three going into that game. Of course, uh, at the uh, end of the show, the final segment, we'll have the uh, new boys and girls basketball poll. Yep, state secret until then. Yeah. As Brady, usual. Brady always does that. Uh, Don't know why, but he does. Uh, anything, where were you Friday? You uh, were, Friday, I was at Croslex. Oh, that's right, you were up Croslex in and Imlay City uh, met up. Um, I had two, like... Uh, I don't know. Wherever wherever I went this weekend, there seemed to be a little bit of grit and sandpaper and testiness and not nice attitudes towards <laughs> one another. Well, I think you could have guessed that uh, going in, but we had a it was like a full slate of uh, boys and girls games last fr- or boys games last Friday. Yeah, so we'll have a I, lot I actually to only had uh, I only saw one girls basketball score, and it was a really good game. Right, so, <laughs> all right, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. All right, we will do that uh, as uh, we get the show rolling here. Uh, the get, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Yeah, that's where I am today. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty. 
so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. And, uh, yeah, I'm just backing up and going home now. It's it's always the off-air conversation. So, <laughs> anyway, um, where do you want to start with on Friday? Because we had a lot of games to talk about. Yeah, on uh, on Friday, uh, you were at uh, Northern. Let, let's start there. We'll run through the MAC games first because that's okay. how, how I list them on, on the sheet anyway. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right at the top of the sheet today. All right. So, Northern was welcoming Gross Point South, and they were 5-10. and 10, But immediately, I could have told you, they were Gross Point South is much better than five and ten. They in their red schedule they split with everyone but Chippewa Valley. So they went four and six. They beat Dakota. They beat Lonscrews North. They beat Roseville and they beat the other team I can't think of right now. Um, North. Gross Point North is North in the white. Um, hold on. It is Gross Point South. 
Oh, okay. Stevenson. Stevenson. So, Stevenson, yes. Stevenson. So it's Dakota, Roseville, Las Cruz North, and Stevenson. Gross Point South split with all of them. Um, I knew this wasn't going to be a cakewalk by any means. So the game starts, and Gross Point South takes an early lead. They have a couple really nice players. Uh, Anthony Bernard is is the real deal for him. He's, he only made one three, but talking to people before the game, they're like, he will shoot from anywhere in the gym. And the one three he made was eight, nine feet behind the line, like not even close, and it, right down the middle. They go up 12-7. I know this team. Yes. They played uh, at SC4 a couple years ago. A couple years ago. And they, and they like, made like 16 they threes like to, against PH. Yeah, they like to shoot yes, the threes. I remember that name, yeah. Yeah, he would have been a freshman, freshman I think. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, Port here on Northern, they, they charged back. The second quarter was a lot of fun. After they were trailing 12-7, to they, they go up 26-24, and Tyler Jamison was just going bananas. So, it was actually the first five points were a Maher three and a DeLong. I believe it was a DeLong layup. Um to go to get their first five, and then Jamison would score their next twenty-one, wow. including at the buzzer at halftime. South missed a shot with like three seconds ago. He dribbles to the left side of the arc, shot fake, gets the guy in the air, steps back, three, bang, twenty-six, twenty-four at the half. It was awesome, but unfortunately, that's where the good times would end. Uh, Gross Point South just. War down PH. They took an eight-point lead into the fourth quarter, and and Northern could never really fight back. Bernard ended with 18. Uh, Carter Richards had 10, a sophomore for him, and Donovan Moody with nine for Gross Point South. Tyler Jamison ended with 29 points, and I think he had 21 in the first half. So he was shut down a lot in the second half. Um, Maher hit two threes, Jacob Clark hit a three, Evan DeLong hit a three, but the big problem for Northern was those guys were getting open shots, like they hit those four, but they, they were probably in the range of four of 16 to 20 from three, and they, they had the looks, like there were times like, all right, open shot, guy can take a breath, shoot, and just wasn't falling, and well, I called this a dress rehearsal for a district game because Gross Point South has beaten Lance Cruz North. They've beaten Dakota. They've done a good job in in that league. So not apples to apples, but a decent comparison. And if Northern wants to beat a Dakota or a Lance Cruz North, they need to have – those threes go in. They need to get that peripheral scoring because you know Tyler Jameson's going to score 25 to 40 points on a given night. But you're going to have to get in the 60s probably to win those games, and that's where it comes from because you, you've seen those guys hit those shots and do it consistently, and that's how they've beaten Lakeshore and how they've beaten really good teams. But it just wasn't there on Friday night. Yeah, you're you're either going to have to play the most outstanding defensive game you've played, mm-hmm. um, or like you said, you're going to have to get into the 60s to to have a shot at winning those games, uh, which uh, Northern can get there. And, and it's not all like Jamison's a big part. Obviously, if Northern's scoring 60 or 70 points, you know that Tyler is probably in the 40-point range. But – those other guys have shown here the second half of the season 
that uh, that they can score some points, and they're knocking down threes. But like you said, uh, it, it sounds to me like they just had one of those off nights because uh, you know the old saying, live by the three, die by the three. Mm-hmm. Well, some nights they don't go in. Right. Spe- and- speaking of nights where they don't go in. <laughs> Anyway, before you get to that, Northern, their 11-game winning streak was snapped. Uh, They're going to bounce back. They're hosting the first round of the MAC tournament. They play Cousin O at home again. Okay. So, you know, last time those two teams met up at home. Tyler scored 92 against Cousin O this year in two games. So, I think he's going to get over 100 against the team in in three games. I I would say he'll get And and they have a little bit of a break. Um, After playing four games in seven days, they have six days off between that game and their next one. So I'm sure they're resting up and, yeah. and getting and starting to feel right. This time of, time of year, like I don't like long breaks, but this time of year, maybe maybe not a bad time well, to get a little bit of a Six days and it's a Friday to a Thursday, so you only have three practices in between. It's really bad when you go like – Tuesday to Monday and it feels long because then you're waiting through the weekend to play yeah. where this time you're you're resting on the weekend and you can get back into it uh, on, on Monday. All right. Uh, what, what were the uh, the numbers for Mary Sol- Sterling Heights that you got from Coach? Oh, it was um, it was a frustrating one for the Vikings. They dropped the game to Sterling Heights. It was win and get in the MAC tournament and Sterling Heights clipped them. Uh, let me get this exactly right for you because they were not good, and it was a frustrating night to be a Viking fan. They lost 43-39. Marysville did not score from the field in the fourth quarter and were 13-34 from the line. Wow. And this is a team that doesn't shoot a lot of free throws in games. Like, Dennis, we've done games where they've shot, like, four free throws. Yeah. Um, the, the And and the frustrating part about it is you, you don't even have to make the majority of them. You, you just need to make five more, and you win the game. Right. Um, and, and therein lies the frustration um, for, for Marysville. Um, again, 43 points. They played defense. Yes, that's yeah. They uh, Bowman had thirteen, Sherrard had ten. That led the way for for the Vikings. But backs against the wall. They needed it to get in. Um, yeah, they would have had to play Lincoln again. But still, you got in the conference tournament. You're there, and now you drop and Sterling Heights, a team that you think you feel Marysville's better than. With a couple of upset wins over PH and Marysville, hop into the tournament because they get the tiebreaker. Because I believe when both teams have the same record, if it's not head to head, it goes by like record against standing. So they go, okay, what was your record against the first place team? They're both 0 2 against Lincoln, both 0 2 against Lakeview. Marysville was 0 2 against PH, but Sterling Heights got them. Yeah. So that was the tiebreaker. Well, give Sterling Heights some credit too for winning a couple of games that we didn't expect them to win. And they got it done. Yeah. Doesn't matter how you get it done. It just matters that you get it done. Yeah, but that's still, that is a tough one to swallow. Yeah. Uh, St. Clair Fitzgerald had a tight one and a low-scoring one 
uh, if, if if these numbers are correct, 34, yeah. 32. Well, remember the first time around it was like that. They lost, but, uh, well, they lost then, and since it's become a win due to a forfeit. Yeah. But, yeah, it, um, yeah, that's a nice win for St. Clair. Luke Ellis with a putback with two seconds left to give them the win. That's a big-time win. Now, they still need help. South Lake beat Lance Cruz on Saturday. They play Fitz, I believe, tonight. Yes, they go to Fitz tonight. If Fitz wins, St. Clair gets a share of the title. Either way, St. Clair is the two-seed uh, in the MAC tournament because of the tiebreaker we talked about. It goes down since they lost to Warren Woods Tower. Yeah, um, that would be the tiebreaker, but it's uh, – Still, still a nice season for St. Clair. They're gonna, they're gonna want to bring back that Mac Blue Gold Trophy because I think they won it two years ago. The last full, well, full normal regular yeah. season. Um, but what this does set up, and I'm excited for this, is round two. We could get Northern at St. Clair. Oh, okay. If they both win, we'll get Northern St. Clair in round two. That would be a fun matchup. That would be a really fun matchup, and that's a matchup we we usually get this yeah. year. This year it didn't happen. Usually it's a, it's a crossover game that happens every year, usually early in the season, mm-hmm. uh, and we didn't get that this year. So I feel a little slighted. Yes. So, so take like care of both teams. Uh, Saint Clair is going to have to play Lance Cruz again, which is not never easy. And Northern has to beat Cousin, as we mentioned. But if they both take care of business, we get our Northern St. Clair game. All right. Uh, Lamphere beat Marine City 66-60 to uh, 60 as the Mariners kind of continue to perplex me, and they're kind of Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, they're in the MAC tournament, even though they lost. Clawson uh, fell. Uh, but they get a chance at Madison, and I <laughs> – I really want to like this Marine City team because I've seen them when they are clicking. Like, I saw their game against Yale. I saw them play St. Clair. Those aren't bad teams. Yale's a top-half BWAC team, and St. Clair, as we just mentioned, is at worst second place in the gold, which is not an easy league to play in. Yeah, they've got a chance to win. And I'm the same way. I've seen Marine City when they've been good and they're a lot of fun, they knock down threes, they play hard. They're in your face. Uh, and I've also seen them on nights where the shots aren't gone and they make mistakes, they turn the ball over. It's, uh, again, which team you're going to see, you're, you're not really sure. And sometimes in the same game, they give that, they'll give you a quarter where it's like, what is this? And then they'll come back in the next quarter and they'll go, oh, yeah, this is what they can do. They yeah. kind of did it against centerline. They got off to a really bad start against centerline, and then they went on to win a basketball game that uh, I don't think anybody was expecting them to win. Uh, centerline wasn't expecting them to win, and I think that was part of their problem. Right. So uh, Marine City just, like I said, I really want to like them. And I think they are going to be a tough out come district time. Heck, they might be a tough out in the MAC tournament. I know Madison's thirteen and three and been kind of rolling teams, but yeah, it's just because you know it's there. You know they have that ability to beat a good team in Centerline or Yale or I mean that St. Clair game could have gone either way. And after that game, 
I mean, talking with some people that were also there, they're like, Marine City's going to finish at worst second in the bronze, and whew, they've struggled a bit in league play. But yeah. like I said. New Haven beat up on Mott 71-50 to was the other max score. Um, Bishop Foley knocks off Cardinal Mooney 68-63. to Mooney is in a slump, Brady. Yes, and, well, I think it's vi- it's not hard to figure out why. And I'm sure uh, Mike McAndrews is preaching this as well, but on their win streak, so before they've lost three of four, they had won five of six. Here were their point totals they gave up in their five wins before this. 56, 47, 53, 44, 44. Since they have gone on this losing three or four stretch, 71, 67, 66, 68. Pretty drastic increase of about 15 to 20 points per game from their winning stretch to their losing stretch. Yeah, and and what is defense? Most times it's just hard work. Right, and they fly around. It's just I, I don't know where the where it's – the discombobulation has come in. But, yeah, they're averaging giving up almost 70 points a game in their last four games, and you know that's not how they want to play basketball. No, but and mind you, they've played some good teams. Right, but they've also, like, look at Green Hills. They lost to them 67-36. The first time they played them, they held them to 47 points. Bishop Foley, 68-63. The first time they played Bishop Foley, they won 54-44. So it's not, I yes, the Gabriel Richard, you know what, if that was the only one, okay, outlier. Even, even Cranbrook, first time they played, 60-53 they won. Then they won 68-66 in the game, as I said before, frankly, they probably shouldn't have won. They, they escaped with their lives in that game. Like, they're lucky to not be on a four-game losing streak right now. Yeah. All right, the game I saw on Friday was Croslex Imlay City, the rematch. First time around at Imlay City, Croslex won the game 60-51. to And uh, for the first half, Imlay City hung with them at home. Uh, in the third quarter, Croslex pulled away. They were up by like 18 in the fourth quarter. Final was by nine points. Almost a carbon copy here, um, Brady. First half, Imlay City's up at the break, 22-21. to 21. Third quarter, I don't know what Lance said to them. Third quarter, after Imlay City got a three-point play to open the half. So they come down, get a hoop and an and one. After that, 22-3, Crosslex the rest of the third. They just have that, that next gear that teams can't hang with because I mean, go on you finish your recap of the game then i'll make my point but but yeah, i said it to you friday and, night and and the 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 first quarter two point emily city win second quarter one point crosslex win fourth quarter one point emily city win so for three quarters emily city was actually leading by a couple of points but that third quarter crosslex just went into another stratosphere and took over and like the 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 gym was just on fire, and it's like it's weird sometimes you see the game and, and up across well we're up above mm-hmm. 
Um, so we're looking down it's on much like the setups at PH in court, and you can just see the baskets coming. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can see even even when they're shooting threes, you're just like, oh, yep, that's in. Yeah, like you can just see it coming. And in the third quarter, it's almost like because the game's not in slow motion. Cross Lex is going really fast. They're like the flash out there, but it's like you're watching it, and it's all in slow motion, and you can just see the dissection taking well, place. You also have the view of like where a lot of film is taking place. Like you, yeah, like you have the high up view, and that's where, you, and you can see a play develop, and that's why I like sitting up high. Yeah, it, it's just surgical though, what they do, and the they get it, but number one. They play good defense, and they turn that into easy offense. Mm-hmm. But number two, when you want to grind it, they'll grind with you. Right. And, I mean, um, they and grind it out what? They won by 14. Yeah. Uh, so they, they win the game 55 to, to 41. And, and, again, did anybody wow you? No, but everybody does their job, and, and they're, they're an individually streaky team. Um, I've noticed in the in the couple of games that I've done, Jake Townsend scored twelve. He made the the first basket of the game, and I don't think he scored again until very late in the first half. And then down the stretch, he's the guy. Get him the ball. Emily City has to foul. Right. Jake's going to make the free throws. Sage Slanick, a, a quiet eleven points at the end of the night. He's their second leading scorer. And you don't feel like you said his name all that much during the course of the game. But when he gets the ball, very efficient with it, makes his shots, makes his free throws, ends up with 11 points. Donovan McDonald, 10 points. Again, he did a lot of damage in the first half. They had other guys doing damage in the second half. Trey Kolakovich didn't do much in the first half. Finished with eight points. Kretsch just quietly gets nine points. Mm-hmm. Just really solid. Then guys like Peyton Edwards come in and knock down line drive threes and score five. He scored his five points in about five seconds. <laughs> he came in, knocked down a three, stole the inbounds, and laid it up for another two. Right when they needed it, right when it stretched out a close game and made it a not-so-close game. Right. Right when you're going, uh, if Emily City scores on this trip, they're within three, and all of a sudden they're down nine. You know, they do it to you that quick. And Emily City is, is spread out, too. They're an interesting team. Grady Nash was really good in this game. He had 11 points. Um, Bo Hun scored nine all in the first half. And then it, he, he, he didn't shoot in the second half. It, it's – I don't get it. You got a guy with with a, 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 a hot hand, and it's like they went away from it. Um, Holden Red, I feel like Holden Red could score 25 points a game if he could stay out of foul trouble. <laughs> He's in foul trouble all the time. He had nine points. He hardly played. He hardly played. Stay in the game. Right. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Um, Andrew Batter, six points. Uh, Dom Lugerai, only four points. First time around, Lugerai was really good against Crosslex. This time around. Point of emphasis sh- to shut him down? The, well, I, and the shots weren't going, too. 
you know, um, some nights some nights they go in, some nights they don't go in. It, it, if it's cross legs, it's a bad night not to have your shot. Right. Because um, that, that's going to spell uh, trouble for you. Um, but, uh, again, MLA City's got a nice team. Armada's got a nice team. Elmont's got a nice team. Yale's got a nice team. We'll see. We'll see if, if Richmond Richmond is the next one that gets a shot at them. But so far, nobody matches up with Crosslex. So the point I want to make is over the last two seasons we've done this, outside of the postseason when against Ferndale and things like that, it seems like when Crosslex is in danger of losing a game, it's very rarely because a team has stepped up to Crosslex level and they're going tit for tat with them. They're going shot for shot. It's when Crosslex is is missing shots and struggling to do what they do. And yes, that's part about that's part of pulling an upset is yep. sometimes you have, the other team has to not play well. But think about it. Okay, the Armada game last year when they only won 48-42. They couldn't they were at stretches they couldn't put a pebble in the ocean. It felt like um, and that was really the only one last year. Uh, this year, I mean, for a half or a quarter, Almont played with them, and then they put it in another gear. Almont couldn't sustain it. I guess Reese for a quarter, the only one that maybe was stepping up and going blow for blow for a bit was Brown City. For that third quarter, Muxlow was going off. They took the lead going into the fourth. And that was one of the few times I've seen someone go punch for punch. Like like I said, Reese, they did for the first quarter and then lost by 18. Yeah. Like it was like a 36-point swing from the end of the first quarter to the end of the game. Well, I mean, what the one glaring thing that Crosslex does better than everybody else is play defense. Yes. They, they are the best defensive team by far and away. And – in the area. Right. If Trey Kolakovic wins Defensive Player of the Year again in the BWAC, I wouldn't be surprised if Jake Townsend's number two. It seems like they feed off each other. They know what they're going to both be doing defensively, and that would, that's what leads to steals. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is I just don't know what team can sustain that because it feels like every time you're watching a cross-lex game and a team has a chance, it's like, okay, avoid a two-minute run because you can be up two and then two minutes later you're down a dozen. Yeah. And you're like, what just happened? Like your head's spinning. Yeah. They, they always play good defense. You never see them have a bad night defensively. And they always seem, when they absolutely need the shot, they get the shot. They might have a bad night shooting, but when they need the shot, they get the shot. Or when they're struggling shooting, again, they use their defense to get layups. They use their defense to force you to follow them so they can get to the free throw line and score right. that way. Like, uh, it's, they're just uh, cerebrally, they are a good basketball team. They think the game well, and, and they execute well when they need to execute well. And they've also gotten to the point where they're just the mentality is we're winning this. Okay, we're down. Turn it up. We're winning this. Lock it down. That's a thing, too. Like um, – Jim Leland, the old Tiger manager, mm. talked about that. He said, when I got to Detroit, there wasn't any swagger. I said, yeah. you watch the New York Yankees walk onto the field. They have swagger. They yes. think they're going to win. We need to get that. You need to think you're going to win, and you'll start winning. 
Yeah, yeah, and again, one of my favorite lines, our friend Denny White, talking about Marysville with, when Walt Braun was there, he goes, those teams weren't always that good. They just didn't know they weren't that good. Exactly. Um, and and that's that's a real thing. Uh, Richmond beat Elmont 49-39. to uh, 39. Um, Armada over North Branch 59-41. to 41. So the rest of the BWAC kind of went the – the, the way I anticipated it going. Yeah, on Friday I know night. in that game, Almont, I think Almont shot one of 12 from three in their loss to Richmond. Because it was back and forth for a bit. Richmond pulled away. Um, yeah, Richmond's really the biggest threat to Croslex repeating. Because um, they need to lose twice, but their biggest, again, threat is at Richmond. Yeah. Which is next week, I believe. Yep. So. I believe that's coming up at the uh, – well, no, I guess it's uh, – yeah, Rich, Richmond, Emily City is the end of this week. Yes. And then the beginning of next week, is that Richmond mm. Croslex or is it next no, – is it back-to-back Fridays? Uh, either way. they. I think they play – Richmond plays back-to-back against Emily City and yeah. Croslex. So, and, and again, that'll tell us a lot about this Richmond basketball right. team, um, which some nights they look like world beaters to us and, and other nights, you know – it's like anybody else, some some nights they're they're shooting the lights out, and some nights they don't shoot as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, we know they have weapons. Uh, speaking of weapons, a team you really like is Brown City, and they eke out the forty-eight forty-seven win over Marlette. We knew that was going to be a good game. We even debated whether or not we should dump one of our Friday games well, and go and yeah, watch that one. It was we just had too good of a Friday slate because we knew that was potentially a really fun game. And it seems like the last two years, every time those two teams meet, it's just a battle. Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, Brown City, they are shaping up to have a big, big time game with Ubley on Friday. And I believe as long as both teams hold up their end of the deal, I'll be there. Okay. Peck beat Akron Fairgrove 59-41. Deckerville over Mayville 62-35. Rounding out Friday's boys scores. Just one girls game, but uh, they went to overtime and Memphis ekes out a 39-37 win over Cardinal Mooney. Uh, So that ended up being a really good game. Everything else is hockey and we'll do hockey in the next uh, segment. Because I saw a game on uh, Saturday. There were a couple of games played on Friday as well that we'll mention. And uh, we'll do all that when we come back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Let's talk a a little high school uh, hockey uh, action uh, as uh, we had uh, some uh, games both on Friday and uh, Saturday. Uh, On uh, Friday night, Anchor Bay lost to Milford 5-2, and then they bounced back on Saturday and beat Oxford 5-2. 5-2. to two. We don't talk a lot about the Tars, Brady, but they're 10-12-1 this year, and they've been an interesting team in that they're kind of Jekyll and Hyde. They win some games that I don't think they're supposed to win, and they lose some games that I don't think they're supposed to lose, but they're kind of that wild card team, uh, and if uh, I'm correct, they're going to be in Marysville's regional We'll talk about talk about the games because I have the hockey draws are out. Yeah, so and, and we'll talk about that in a minute. So like that's an interesting game. They're they're like that team that can throw a wrench into our plans. Yes, um, kind of a team. Uh, Northern lost to De La Salle on uh, Friday, six to nothing. Logan Sheffer faced forty nine shots in that game, made forty three saves, and they gave him Saturday off. And and I don't blame him. The guy is, you know. He might be the MVP in the MIHL this year, He's, and and that's saying be something. Under serious consideration for yeah. player of the year in the state. Yeah, that's uh, so. Northern took on Gross Point uh, Liggett on Saturday afternoon at McMoran Arena, a game that uh, that we did, um, and I kind of hinted on Friday that uh, I know Liggett was they were sixteen and five or whatever coming into the game. They'd scored one hundred and eleven goals. This year, they had two guys, Brady, that had more goals than the entire Northern team. Okay. Yeah. That was, when you sent me that stat, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Douglas Wood came into the game with 32 goals and 60 points in 21 games this year. Uh, and the other kid's uh, name is Wheatley. He had 23 goals this year. So they had 55 goals, and the Huskies have scored 54. Then you take the rest of their roster, the the other 18 guys, they had 56 goals this season, so they'd outscored the rest of the Northern team. So on paper, it looked like, you know, Liggett's going to run away with this thing, right? Um, scoreless first period. Um, Northern almost scored. Uh, they had a breakaway as time was running out in the uh, the first uh, and the uh, the goaltender for Liggett made a really nice save. And then Liggett finally scored three minutes into the second. Uh, it was Douglas Wood made a beautiful play. I can see why he's got 32 goals. Right. He's got great hands and a great shot, but he's kind of a little guy. And, and herein lies why Northern had success in this game because they went on after giving up that goal, they went on to win the game 4-1. to one. It was the grittiest, most sandpapery game I've seen the Huskies play this season. They were in Liggett's face. Liggett didn't seem to like it. Liggett is one of those teams where it looks like they want to get out and they want to skate. Finesse. And they want to, yeah, finesse, and, and they want to have room to operate. And Northern wasn't giving them room to operate. Northern was, was kind of in, in your face, um, a, lot of, a lot of effort and a lot of hustle, but it was a lot of good. Uh, so, sometimes – you can try hard and you can work hard, but your energy is spent in ways that aren't effective. 
Northern was spending its energy very effectively on Saturday. They were winning puck battles. They were playing great. By the end of this game, these two teams did not like each other, and it was because Northern had established a physicality that I don't think Liggett tried to match it. They couldn't match it. Um, and, and it was a really nice win. Um, uh, Randy Falk played goal, made 26 saves. He was really good. Northern only had 17 shots on goal, but they had quality. It's it's not always like you, you look some nights and, oh, they had 45 shots on goal. But if they're all dump-ins and shots from the blue line and perimeter shots, big deal. Northern only had 17 shots, but probably 10 of them were in quality position. Um, they crashed the net. The uh, Orr's goal was on a rebound that tied the, uh, the game. Uh, Johnston scored from – the hash marks, uh, Monahan scored from right at the top of the crease, and Josh Simpson scored on a breakaway. Um, they were hardworking goals. Simpsons was shorthanded late in the game that put it away. He blocked two shots and then took it away from the point man and raced, outraced everybody down the ice and, and scored a goal. Um, it was just a really good game by Northern. I couldn't think of off the top of my head I really couldn't think of anything they did in the game that I didn't like well I guess my question to you is, is this is their best win of the year right uh just in, in terms it's between this and the Marysville game but you know the Marysville game is emotional and it was early in the season right to you a D maybe yeah uh, I, I, yeah you a D's got to be UAD has a losing record didn't, but didn't they all... see that game but that's on the road too and that's that's a tough that's a tough game, but but in terms of just games that I've seen, start to finish, just really good hockey by Northern. A complete game. They they it. limited the the number of mistakes. They didn't turn the puck over. Um, the they skated well. They played hard. The, again, just uh, I I like the in your face part part of Northern's offensive inabilities this year has been the failure to get a four check going you know when when they play these bigger faster mihl teams right they're they're a young squad their their guys are still growing into their bodies well Liggett's, and and they're not big enough and fast enough yet to do that against a brother rice or a catholic central but they they caught a team Liggett that's you know similar in size to them and Liggett and, hasn't played that schedule yeah they're, they're not in the mihl so they kind of got a taste of, okay, we've been playing physical, tough hockey all year long. Team wasn't ready for it. And not only did you beat them, you kind of put them in their place. Yeah, I, really, I know, 4-1, to one and, and it was a one-shot game for a long time. But I thought Northern kind of whipped them. Yeah. To be honest about it. Because, you know, you have the feel. You never felt like, all right, when when's the goal? Because, I mean, it's – so if you, if you're looking at it from the other perspective, and like there are some games where Sheffer, like uh, I'm trying to think of a game last year, what was it Trenton? Yeah. When he had like 55 of 56 saves, and you go, okay, that's why. Yeah. This well, they game, had a home game too last year De against La De La Salle, where it's like, ah, they can win this game, but it's not because they're outplaying De La Salle. It's because Sheffer is got a horseshoe in his back pocket. And all they need is O'Flanagan or Barless to get one shot, right? And they can win this this game. Where that game was, from the sounds of it, a complete team effort. 
Absolutely. And that's, again, Liggett kind of reminds me of last year's Northern team where they've got the two guys and that's what they've got. Right. And uh, and Northern just uh, – Northern did a, a really good job. Wood had the one goal, but he really didn't do much. And the uh, the other kid, uh, uh, Wheatley, didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. And, and the Huskies, like I say, they were just in your face. Silas Klink, I thought, was uh, was really good. The Monahans were really good. You know that they're always going to uh, work hard. Uh, Kyron Bruno was out there pissing people off. Um, he did a good job. Josh Simpson was my uh, player of the uh, game. Um, he did a really good job. Just uh, Falk did a really good job when, when he was uh, asked to, to make a save. He made the saves. Um, just – like you walk away from that one really feeling good about Northern. Mm-hmm. And I know the night before they lost six nothing. They actually had had a rough week going into Saturday. They'd been outscored twelve to one in their two games, Cranbrook and De La Salle. Thanks. Right. Um, and then the, the win over Gross Point on Saturday, Gross Point Liggett on Saturday, just had to feel good. Had had to wash all the bad taste out of the mouth and. That was just Give a really, me a little bit of cap. And, and just a, a feel-good win to go out and, and play that well against somebody. Well, the start of next week is the regionals, and this is a good time to start feeling good about yourself. Dennis, do you want Northern or Marysville's draw first? Because for the first time in a while, they are not in the yeah, same Yeah, they're, they're separate. Well, let's, we're on Northern, so let's start with All right, Northern. All right, so Northern is in a seven-team regional. The teams in there are Dakota, Ike, Port Huron, Utica, Northern, uh, St. Clair Shores Unified, and Lance Cruz Unified. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, because there's Utica Unified and there's Utica Eisenhower. Yes. Which is always weird. So, Lance Cruz Unified is the team with the bye. They are the one seed. They get the first night off. They get that. They play Thursday, Saturday next week. They're a good team, uh, and they've got the, the two uh, kids – um, Gooley and uh, what is it? Ringstad is the other kid's name. Mm-hmm. I think it's Ringstad. They're, they're tough. So, but again, I feel like Lance Cruz, yeah, put them through Northern's gauntlet. See if they come out smelling like roses like they have been. So, Lance Cruz will play the winner of uh, Dakota and St. Clair Shores Unified. So, no one on that side of the bracket from the area. Port Huron draws Ike. Now, Ike, they're 12 and 10. I'm assuming Ike's going to be the favorite in this game. I do not believe that these two teams have met this season. I'd have to, I'm just double checking. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, they actually, yeah, so they play next, uh, next Thursday. The winner of that game plays Port Huron Northern and Utica Unified. And this seems like a fairly good draw for the Huskies. Um, seen Utica a couple of times now this year. They're that team that's got 40 guys on their roster. Mm-hmm. Again, not a bad team, but I don't think that um, – I think Northern should be the favorite in right. that game. Um uh and and obvious obviously the wild card is is you've got Sheffer but I I think the the Huskies should have enough 
that that to me it's it's between them and Lance Cruz North. I, yeah. If that's not the 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 the, the regional final, I'll be shocked. Right. I'll, I'll be I, honest. I'll be shocked if those I, aren't the the two yeah. teams that play each other to go to the quarterfinal. I'll be shocked. Yeah. Um. Well, and yeah, we we can have this discussion another time. I don't want to derail it with how the seeding works because the NPR is whatever. But anyway, I'm not going to go there because um, <laughs> we'd be 15 minutes off the track. Yeah. Yeah, I think Northern. It should be Northern Lots Cruz Unified. I just really struggle to see a scenario where that doesn't happen. I mean, if you want to do the basic transitive property, which we've said forever, doesn't hold a lot of water. Utica split with Marysville. They they won the Mac White. They lost, what, 5-1 to one the first time and won in overtime 4-3. to three. Northern beat Marysville 4 nothing the one time they played. But this is why, for so long, Daryl McCarroll had them in – the MIHL, and now the new regime has them there because guess what? You, you get used to playing Rice, Cranbrook, Catholic Central. 17-6, and six, Lance Cruz Unified isn't as threatening. A 12-10, and 10, or excuse me, 10-8, and eight, Utica Unified, not threatening. Like, it, it, doesn't, it makes the task look a lot easier uh, coming up. So, yeah, I think Northern has a pretty good draw and that they're avoiding Lance Cruz Unified until the end which is probably the best uh, situation for them. Yeah. Now, in Division Two, you mentioned how uh, Anchor Bay could throw a wrench in things. They could do it pretty quickly. They open with Marysville. They are a semifinal. The, I guess the play-in game for the regional, since the five-team regional, yeah. is Thumb Legion and Stony Creek, which I think Thumb Legion should win that game. Stony Creek's 4-19 and on the year. And they would seen you've seen Stony Creek yes. and I've seen Stony Creek and, and nah. yeah, uh, and the winner of that plays Romeo, which you saw Romeo Marysville was an absolute just great game when you saw those two teams play. But yeah, don't pencil in Marysville past Anchor Bay for the reasons you've said. Yeah, Anchor Bay is is uh, is a tough game. Anchor Bay. I'm, really, I'm really not this year. I'm I'm really not sure on. Um, Thumb Legion, Stony Creek. It, I, I don't think it matters who wins that game. I hate to say that. Uh, I mean, I hope it's Thumb Legion because you know they're more an area team, right? Um, but uh, again, what should happen is it should be a Romeo Marysville. Well, Anchor Bay and Marysville split this year. I, I know four goals, it, four four goals against for both sides. It, it should be a Romeo Marysville final, but Marysville will have the the tougher road to get there. They'll have the tougher yeah, game. Anchor Bay's beaten Port here on Northern. You've seen at their best, they can be a really difficult team to uh, play against. But they're another team. They're like uh, some of the teams we talk about in basketball where one night right. you're like, wow, these guys are good. And then you catch them on another night and you're like, oh, my, how are these is this guys the same game? game? Yeah, is this the same team? Yeah. So, um, so that one is – And I've seen Marysville at, the, at their top flight too. So those – those ones are are Wednesday, Thursday. I'm assuming this is wrong because it says the first round is the 23rd of February. Their semifinals are the February 25th, and then the regional finals are March 28th. I think that's a typo. Yeah. I'm assuming that's that would be what, March 1st? 
Um, probably or February twenty eighth. That I'd, Monday, I'd have to I'd have to look at. I'm the, assuming February twenty eighth. Okay. Yeah, February twenty eighth would seem so. Right. That those are the regional draws for hockey. I believe basketball comes out in a week or two, so we'll we'll talk more about that then. But we have a few big games tonight, and I actually I still have to get to our media poll. Yeah, we got uh, all that uh, coming up in uh, just a uh, a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, we have uh, reached that uh, segment where uh, Brady uh, no longer can keep secrets. He must let it out into the public. Um, Yeah, boys and girls media poll, and I believe – this is the first time ever that neither a boys' poll or a girls' poll has matched up completely. No one matched one for one, I believe. Yeah, it is different all the way through. Everyone had an own unique poll. So do you want me to start with the boys or the girls? Uh, whatever page you're on. Let's start with the girls this week. So at the top, not much changed. MLA City, three first-place votes. They stay at number one. They're 14-3. and three. They have 19 of 20 possible points. No real reason to drop them. Marysville, they stay at number two. They kept another first-place vote. They have 17 points. Uh, The one vote they got in first place, if you thought they were first last week, there's really not a reason to make a change this week. They they won, so. Yeah, convincingly. Nothing should change. All right. Now here's where it gets in the weeds because we were talking about this before. It's like, what do you do with Port here on high? They have six losses and I think they're all by single digits, and they're all the really good teams. And so, they just had a weird week. Yes. They, they just, beat Dakota, which by itself, if that were the only game they played this week, you could argue that they should be back up at number one. Right. And then they lose to a 500 Ike team. Yeah. It's like like we've said before, they went one and one, but they went the wrong one and one. Yeah. Um, they dropped. Marine City's at three. They had ten points. They're they're fifteen and two. It's hard it's hard to argue because they're fifteen and two and their losses are to Marysville and Clawson, two teams on top of their their leagues. Um Port Huron goes in at number four, they have eight points. They're eleven and six, but if you wanted to argue them at number two or number one and saying they're they beat every other team in front of them. I can't really argue too much with that. Yeah. I I dropped them a notch from where I had them last week, but I again, I saw the win against Dakota. Mhm. So I'm I'm a little skewed. The Eisenhower win loss uh, or loss uh disappoints me, but I can also see how it happens. Right. And yeah, cuz I mean you're talking about what ifs. I mean, 
Marine City lost the close one to Clawson. What if they won that game? Then their only loss is Marysville. Marysville, their two losses are a three-point loss to Lakeview, who won the MAC Blue. I actually think they're going to get another shot at them in the MAC crossover. And a three-point loss to Port here on high. Those are two pretty solid losses. They haven't and, – yeah. and then in league, they have just throttled everyone except for Marine City. Sandusky's at number five. They're 15-0. and 0. And, again, if you wanted to say they haven't lost and look at their GTCE scores, they're – and you said they're, they're, they, they should be number They crush everybody. One. Like, I, I just read them off. I think they, they – they, after they beat Bad Axe like 42-40, and that was like their third or fourth game of the year, they haven't had a game within single digits. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Just unreal. And then Armada's receiving one vote. They're 12-5, and five, which isn't bad. Just a, for three people, you couldn't really squeeze them in anywhere. No, and, and here's you – know, I'm going to see Armada, t- the girls, twice this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited about that. You know, the first one's against Yale, uh, and the other is against North Branch, who are two pretty solid teams too. Right, those so. are the team's two th- – Armada, uh, Yale, and North Branch are teams two, three, and four in the BWAC. Is just figuring out what order. Yeah. So Armada's doing really well, and you, when you were looking through, go, oh, Harbor Beach girls are not anything to sneeze at. No, no, I just threw that out. The Harbor Beach girls are like eleven and three, and their losses are Sandusky, who's fifteen and zero, Bad Axe, who's twelve and three, and I think it was Reese, who's twelve and three. Right, and one of Bad Axe losses is two. Sandusky yeah so yeah that's another team that if this poll went longer or if you could do honorable mentions they would a hundred percent be in there for honorable mentions so to recap MLA City at one three first place votes 19 points overall Marysville number two a first place vote 17 points overall Marine City 10 points support here on eight points Sandusky five points to round out our top five and well Marysville Marine City plays tonight I think that'll settle to number two or number three. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, the, the the outcome of that game tonight is going to have a major effect <laughs> on next week's poll. Already. Right. already. We won't, this poll won't even be 24 hours old, and it'll already be different after tonight. Yes, it will. And that's, I mean, that's going to be a really fun game. Hopefully, I mean, Marysville stepped up in a big way in rivalry games since the Port here on high game. Oh, absolutely. Even in the port, I mean, they only lost by three points. Right, but but that was a stretch. They weren't playing great. It was That was a sloppy game. Like Even for what we've come to expect from Porter here on high standards, that was a defensive grind slugfest. Um, but think about the games they played. They're two against St. Clair, gotten off to huge starts. Game against Marine City, gotten off to huge starts, and then slowly let Marine City creep back in. See what the Mariners come out with tonight. But that's your girls' Blue Water Media poll. Emily City, Marysville, Marine City Port here on San Dusky is your top five. Our Mater received a vote as well just outside the poll. Now, for the first time in, I believe, our history, the boys' media poll had two teams receiving votes that were not in it. So seven different teams among four polls received votes. Um and it wasn't at number one because Croslex still number one. They've received every first place vote. Yeah. They are the unanimous of unanimous of unanimous <laughs> number ones. They have 20. Shocker. Now, much like the Port here on High Girls, what <laughs> do you me. do uh, when Dennis starts to die live on air? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> um, 
What do you do when you lose to a Mac Red team after coming off a nice stretch? Because it wasn't – I mean, they lost by what? They lost by 12, I believe, was the final score. Uh, 61-47? Yeah, 14. But, again, a Mac Red team, they lose there. They were number two last week. Richmond is still winning. And – it wasn't – number two wasn't unanimous, but Port here on High stayed at number two. Northern. Northern, sorry. Port here on Northern stayed at number two with 15 points. Richmond's at number three with 13. So it's about as close as you can get for that number two spot. Uh, Northern is 12-4. and four, Richmond's 12-2. and two. But I think the big thing is look at the losses for Northern. Well-documented. Catholic Central, Lonscoos North, Ferndale, Girls Point South. Two Mac Red teams – a Catholic League Central team, which is the Catholic League Central is probably going to have two teams in the state finals, and Ferndale, who might also be in the state finals. They brought back a lot from that team that beat Croslex in the quarterfinal a year ago. So Richmond's at three. Then it's a drop-off. Here is where nobody could agree. At number four, St. Clair comes in. They're 12-4. and four. They only had six points, but I think St. Clair, while a couple steps away from number three, have also put a little bit of distance between them and number five. Like, I think they're very firmly in this spot. 12-4. and four, They just beat Fitz. They're going to go 8-2 and two in the gold. Got a shot at a yeah. title. And are going to have a chance to really prove themselves in the MAC tournament because even an opening round game with Lance Cruz is no gimme at all. No. No, that's a tough draw. Yes. Um, so number five, there was a team with three points, a team with two points, and a team with one point. I'll give you the three in alphabetical order. Emily City, Mooney, and Ubley. And, yes, I know Mooney is Cardinal Mooney, but I wrote no, it down. That's Marine as City. Oh, yeah, Marine City, Cardinal Mooney. So Emily City, Mooney, and Ubley all were jockeying for that last spot. And... Mooney got in at number five with three points. They were left off two ballots completely. Um, they've, we talked about it in the first segment. They've lost three of four. They need to get right in the worst way possible. Ubley had two votes. They're 10 and two. And they started off one and two and have won nine straight. It's it's tough for uh, Upley because at least one person in the poll doesn't cover them at all. Right. So they're not going to get a vote from that person. Right. It's and that's again that's nothing wrong with Upley. That's just the way it works. Yeah. Um, but Upley ten and two. That is, they've they've been running through the GTCs. They lost to Bad Axe in Memphis to start off their season after a win yeah they but, were one and two and the they've now won nine in a row with those two games so they played a game like in early december then they lost to bad axe who is 12 and 2 and their only losses are to reese and reese and saw they did they tried to battle with croslax then they took like three weeks off from like the 17th to january 4th i think that they played memphis and lost by four now that they've been playing games at a normal pace and gotten in the groove of the season, the Ubley boys have been really good, and I think it's very deserving that they get at least are receiving votes in the poll. Emily City at uh, 9-6 and six had one fifth-place vote. 
then it's again hard to do with uh, the loss to uh, Cross Lex. Like, how much do you punish them? It's that. Yeah, it's and they've got uh, like this week they're going to play Richmond at the uh, end of the uh, the week. Uh, that'll be a very telling game for both of those teams, right? Um, but I've just kind of outside of Richmond after Crosslex because mm-hmm. Richmond still has one more shot at them. I just I've kind of run out of gas for those other teams, right? Um, it's just like nobody got close. No, <laughs> and 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 maybe it's an an unfair judgment but uh i just i don't know um i'm, I'm not going to argue with in with the, the, the poll words, I, I think the way we do the poll is a really good way and i think each week we have five deserving teams in the 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 poll but you know i'm one of the ones that went for ugly i, I know who else did too hmm. um and i understand why they didn't get votes from the other people they don't really cover right ugly um Love Mooney, but lose, the, really lose the last the last four games haven't been good for no. for Mooney, so it's kind of hard to to reward them right now. Do I think they'll get back in the poll? I do. I do think well, they're going to have in. a tough stretch. They play uh, Green, or actually, they're not even out of the poll, are they? No. Yeah. So back in but your I, but poll, I, but I think they'll yeah they'll get back in my poll and they'll get back in solid standings. Right. Um, and there, and it won't be a question anymore. But I mean, the the other four teams, I I don't have a problem with at all. Um, no, uh, St. Clair is solid to me, and they have just proven their case, game in and game out, especially the back half of the Mac Gold. And season. and uh, Northern is solid to me, and I've I've liked Richmond from the start because I haven't seen them on a bad night. Right. You haven't seen them. <laughs> well, I saw them play Crosslex. So, anyway, yeah. um, remind them where we are tonight, then let's send it home. All right. Uh, we've got girls basketball tonight. Brady will be at the uh, rematch between Marine City and Marysville, 7 o'clock on stream two. That's a, uh, a, a big basketball game for those two sides. Uh, and uh, I'll be at uh, PH. The Lady Big Reds taking on uh, Gross Point South tonight in a makeup game from one that got canceled uh, earlier uh, in the uh, the season. Um, and that'll be a big game for uh, Port here and High to try to get back on the track and uh, and win over my colleagues. I have not given up on the Lady Big Reds. I don't think anyone's given up. It's just it's hard to justify keeping people up higher when you. I know it. I understand why I just made the reasons for it, but that six in the loss column is tough to keep over a two or a three. I just the. Uh, Let's let everybody else play their schedule and and see how many of them don't have five, six losses at the end. And that is a very fair argument. (laughs) And they beat Dakota, and Dakota's damn good. Anyways, uh, I know they turned around and and gave that one away. But uh, at any rate, uh, that's the show for today. I thought it was pretty productive for a Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, uh, tonight, uh, I'm at PH for girls basketball and Brady's got Marine city and Marysville from Marysville girls basketball tonight here on get stuck on sports.com from Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine city. The blue water area is stuck on sports.